0: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
0: 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One.
1: I don't know who the deaf person is that... <laughs> Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. I, I, y'all, I, so I'm, I'm actually in my flagship station studio today. I don't know who comes in here when I'm not here and uses this headphone jack, but the, the headphone level was up to 10. Burst my eardrum, some deaf person, or they've got bad headphones I put on my headphones like, oh, my, why am I yelling at myself? Um, in any event, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, also, if you want to be on the program, Uh, you can text Eric to 33777 and get the show notes, the podcast and all that. And if you're on the program, then hear yourself later in the podcast. Uh, we got to begin in Finland, in Finland. Now I was just in with, 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 with my boss who was, was saying, you you know, sometimes you you gotta be careful going down the religion road. And here I am starting the show with this topic. (laughs) It's actually a relevant topic, but for a, a different reason than religion. So. Uh, a, a Swedish politician, Päivi um, Räsänen. she's a doctor. She is a member of Finland's parliament. She has been on trial in Finland. It's going to blow your mind why this woman, uh, Dr. Rasenin Rasenin is on trial in Finland because she tweeted this. I'm going to read for you her tweet. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. That's Paul, the apostle, in Romans uh, chapter 1, verses 24 through 27. She literally tweeted that scripture. Now, she tweeted that scripture after the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland decided to support a pride event. She is a Christian. And she tweeted that scripture. Y'all, I'm not making this up. This is not an exaggeration. She was prosecuted in Finland for tweeting a passage of scripture because she was charged with incitement to hate. The prosecutor, the prosecutor argued in court that this meant she believed some people are inferior to other people. And that while she was allowed to believe it, she was not allowed to state it. This is the quote that the doctor, the member of the parliament, the government's coalition, was allowed to, this is the prosecutor, quote, to believe in her mind whatever about the Bible, but it is illegal to express it outwardly. She's been found not guilty. It was she was found not guilty, and then the prosecutor appealed it to the Finnish Supreme Court. And she's been found not guilty because in Finland they have uh religious protections in the Constitution. Now I I, I bring up this case and I start with this point because we got a lot of people protesting in the streets in this country, some saying terrible things, including um Uh, Death to the Jews and, and a free Palestine from river to sea, which is an explicit call for the elimination of Israel, among other things. And while I disagree, I don't think people should be jailed for their statements and views. And something we have happening in this country on the far left and the far right, have you ever heard of the horseshoe theory, by the way? You know, the shape of a horseshoe is like a U and the upper points bend towards each other. There's a horseshoe theory in politics that the the outer edges of both parties bend towards each other. It's why, for example, in the last month, uh, Cynthia McKinney, remember that nut job who used to be in Congress from Georgia? She was replaced by Hank Johnson, who thinks Guam is tipping over because of too many people. Cynthia McKinney is a rabid anti-Semite. She is on the far left spectrum of politics in America, and she's been doing events. She, a black woman— has been doing events with David Duke, the far-right Klansman who was a Republican nominee for office in Louisiana and at one point served in the legislature there. So the far-left and the far-right are both filled with rabid racist anti-Semites. The horseshoe theory of politics, they bend towards each other. On the far left and the far right in this country, there is a movement, and it's also endemic in, uh, in within the media, to ban or punish people for things they say, for the government to do so. Kathy Hookel, who is the governor of New York, has announced that the state police and authorities in New York are going to start monitoring social media so that they can notify individuals in New York if they've committed hateful rhetoric online that they should be advised that their words could lead to violence. Yes, the governor of New York has announced the state of New York, instead of arresting criminals in the subways of New York City and putting away violent offenders, are instead going to devote their resources to monitoring people's social media so that they can know when they've said hateful things. I want you all to remind yourselves and remember the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America is a very precious thing. It is a very unique thing in the words of the Constitution, but it's not just that. It actually is how it's used and interpreted. Let me read you another constitution, the language of another constitution in accordance with the interests of the people. Citizens are granted freedom of speech, of the press, and of assembly, meetings, street processions, and demonstrations. Exercise of these political freedoms is ensured by putting public buildings, streets, and squares at the disposal of the people and their organizations, by broad dissemination of information, and by the opportunity to use the press, television, and radio. Public organizations are guaranteed conditions for successfully performing their functions as described in the rules of law. You got that? You got that? Citizens are guaranteed freedom of conscience. That is, the right to profess or not to profess any religion and to conduct religious worship or propaganda. Incitement of hostility or hatred on religious grounds is prohibited. Now, I'm leaving out a few key words. Let me read you our First Amendment just so you understand, just because I I got a point to make here. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government to a redress of grievances versus, versus this. In accordance with the interests of the people, Citizens are guaranteed freedom of speech, of the press, and of assembly meetings, street processions, and demonstrations. Exercise of these political freedoms is ensured by putting public buildings, streets, and squares at the disposal of the people and their organizations, by broad dissemination of information, and by the opportunity to use the press, television, and radio. Now, let me read for you the entirety with all the words put in of this This is Article 50 of the Constitution of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. In accordance with the interests of the people and in order to strengthen and develop the socialist system, citizens of the USSR... Our guaranteed freedom of speech, of the press, and of assembly, meetings, street processions, and demonstrations. Exercise of these political freedoms is ensured by putting public buildings, streets, squares, at the disposal of the working people and their organizations, by broad dissemination of information, and by the opportunity to use the press, television, and radio. In accordance with the aims of building communism, citizens of the USSR have the right to associate in public organizations that promote their political activity and initiative and satisfaction of the various interests. Public organizations are guaranteed conditions for successfully performing the functions defined in the rules. Citizens of the USSR are guaranteed freedom of conscience that is the right to profess and not to profess any religion and to conduct religious worship or atheistic propaganda. Notice the contrast of the dichotomy here. In this constitution, the Soviet constitution, it is the state giving people rights. But all of those rights have a specific aim, the advancement of socialism, the advancement of communism. That's why you could say in the Soviet constitution we have the right to free speech. But that free speech, according to the constitution— says it's in order to strengthen and develop the socialist system. So if someone were to denounce the socialist system, well, that's not an advancement of the constitutional right of free speech in the Soviet system because the Soviet system, free speech, is only about advancing the socialist system in the United States. Unlike any other nation on the planet, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or abridging the freedom of press, and note and note the thought process there in our First Amendment, and that is that we have free speech. We have a free press. We have the right to assemble. If Congress goes away tomorrow, we have those rights. What is Congress's role here? Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. We are presumed to have that freedom. It's not given to us by Congress. It is the abs- in a vacuum we have that right. So in our Constitution, we are presumed to have certain inalienable human rights, among them the freedom of speech, and Congress shall pass no law abridging that. In the Soviet Union, the government gives you the right of free speech to advance the government's purposes. A member of Finland's parliament was prosecuted by prosecutors for tweeting scripture, claiming she had the right to believe but not to say. Across this nation, we have people who intend to silence you for your beliefs, who are marching in the streets in defense of Hamas, of terrorism, of terror. And they want you to be silenced. There's a a story in the Washington Free Beacon today about a trust fund kid in Atlanta. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars he cashed out of his family trust. And, And he wants to use the money to advance the Hamas Palestinian cause and to make people who support Israel fear in the streets to intimidate them. It is now more than ever important that we support people's right to speak. Now, people can be held accountable for the, the consequences of their speech. But it's remarkable to me we have a press operation in this country that is horrified by Donald Trump using the word vermin and totally ignoring the fact we've actually got people marching to the streets carrying Palestinian flags and burning American and Israeli flags. They don't want to talk about that. But we should also be mindful of the fact that how unique it is that in our country, you can't be prosecuted for tweeting out scripture. And in much of Europe, not just Finland, you could. In Canada, pastors can stand on the street corner and read that passage of scripture I read and be prosecuted for it as hate speech. This is the real world. And in our country, thank God, we have a First Amendment, And we should be mindful it's one of the many great things about our country when so many people today want to be ashamed of our country. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint, you want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat, They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. Hello, there. welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. You know, I support free speech i mean i'm I'm in talk radio, of course, I support free speech, but there are also situations where I don't think you should be prosecuted, but there are consequences occasionally when you are well, a terrible person. There's a company called Punch Cut. We design the future and fight for humans. That's how they describe themselves. They have uh, a project manager who texted someone on social, on Instagram uh, who is Jewish, and, and this is what the project manager said to the Jewish person. I hope your ancestors died in ovens, and it will be the same for you and your family soon during a second Shoah, fingers crossed. When that happens, I'm going to, well, I'll say poop, on Israeli flags while dancing. That's what a senior project manager at this company that says they fight for humans said. And and of course, people are like, you can't. You support free speech. You can't cancel this guy. That's cancel culture. I I think that uh, the left loves to use cancel culture against everyone, and then says, oh, I thought you opposed cancel culture. Blah blah. blah. I'm, you know, I I gotta say that if you're sending me like if I I would recognize. If I were sending death threats to people through my account where I represent my company or not, my company might want to discipline me because clearly I didn't learn anything from the DEI review they made me go through. Good gracious. Um, There are consequences. My goodness. Uh, Say whatever you want. The government shouldn't be able to prosecute you. But your company might think you're not worth having on the payroll. Now, I got to tell you about Patriot Mobile because they stand up for conservatives around the country. They're a Christian conservative company, and they want your business. They're a cell phone company. You send your cell phone service to them. They grow the conservative movement with their profits as they grow. You go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric today, PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. You move your business to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile grows its business, grows its profit, and gives more to the conservative causes. Right now around the country, they've been funding conservative parents, battling it out against wokes on school boards, and the parents have been winning and replacing the wokes on the school board seats. But Patriot Mobile needs your help, and all you have to do is move your cell phone service to them. You get guaranteed great service using the same cell towers you're probably already using. You can also call them at 972-PATRIOT. Have a 100% U.S.-based customer service. Tell them I sent you. 972-PATRIOT. Or go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. You get free activation with my name. Tell them I'm sending you if you call them at 972-PATRIOT. And then as they grow their profits, they grow their giving to the conservative causes you care about. It's a fantastic collaborative process. You can even keep your own cell phone number if you want to.
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh,
1: a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free
0: for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasinocom No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program. Uh, y'all... Y- Having talked about freedom of the press, I I now need to talk about the press. i got to read you this from the Washington Post. Gaza reports more than 11,100 killed. That's one out of every 200 people. This is from the Washington Post. They include doctors, journalists, professors, and poets. More than 11,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza since October 7th, according to Gaza's health ministry. While there's no breakdown between fighters and civilians, most of the dead are women and children. In just a little over a month of war, that amounts to over five-tenths of a percent of Gaza's more than two million people. The toll has stunned aid workers who have spent their lives working in conflict zones. The United Nations, which has lost more than a hundred of its employees, has called the conditions horrific, describing Gaza as a living nightmare in a graveyard for children. Um, y'all, you do understand that the Gaza Health Ministry is a propaganda arm, of Hamas. You cannot independently verify their numbers. The President of the United States, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the uh, National Security Advisor, the Spokesman for the National Security Council, the White House Press Secretary, all of them say they do not believe the number and that people should be cautious about treating the number as fact. The Washington Post runs with it. It's as if the Washington Post would run with Hitler's claims of the butchery of the United States in World War II. It's propaganda. The Washington Post would fact-check Donald Trump if he said the sky was blue, but has no problem running Hamas propaganda as truth. It is remarkable to me that it took Israel more than a week to determine how many hostages had actually been taken by Hamas. But Hamas comes out and says, well, 11,352.325 people have died and the media just runs it as if it's the gospel truth. They run the claims by Hamas about the Gaza hospitals being peaceful institutions. Meanwhile, Israel has trotting out video evidence that Hamas kept some of the hostages in the hospital and were using the hospital as a base of operations. It's really remarkable. It's, it's kind of stunning to me to see so many members of the media rush this propaganda. Now, let me tell you something else about the Washington Post. While Jeff Bezos is out doing his Vanity Fair pictures with his new girlfriend, he owns the Washington Post. The Washington Post, Sally Busby is the editor of the Washington Post on the news side. The newspaper ran a cartoon of Hamas's leader with children strapped to him, and a woman tied to his back to shield him and says how dare israel kill innocent civilians that that's what hamas does by the way hamas uses innocent civilians as human shields hamas builds its weapons programs munitions depots and headquarters underneath hospitals so if israel wants to take them out they must kill innocent people and hamas trusts the western media will feel sorry for and blast israel without telling the whole truth that Cartoon was an accurate depiction of what Hamas does, and the Washington Post yanked it after staff complaints and apologized to the staff for sensitivities. You've got the world opinion editor, Karen Atiba, or whatever her name is. She cheered on and defended the October 7th butchery of Hamas as resistance. This woman is a leading editorial voice at the Washington Post. The Washington Post is running propaganda for Hamas. Hamas might as well be running the newspaper at this point. That's what Jeff Bezos has allowed to happen at his newspaper. Meanwhile, the Washington Post is laying off 100 actual reporters. They don't need them. Hamas can write the stories. Even Jake Tapper has started noticing this at CNN. Listen to this. This is from Tapper on CNN last night.
3: I'm old enough to remember the uh, Iranian hostage crisis in 79, uh, 80. And you and I have talked about hostages and detainees for years now, Trevor Reed and and others. Um, I'm really struck by something uh, in the last 30 or so days, especially as the White House earlier today confirmed that that one of the estimated 240 hostages kidnapped by Hamas and other uh, groups in Gaza, one of them is a three-year-old American child. Um, There are people in the United States, loud voices, um, who shown this this crisis in which there are Americans and innocent people, innocent Israelis taken hostage, are actually rooting for the hostage takers. Um, And we see these images, seemingly every day, of Americans ripping down posters of kidnapped kids, kidnapped children. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What are your thoughts?
0: As you see this, because I've I've never seen anything like this. It's hard for me when I see images like that and hear those stories to think about this individual ripping down this poster, going home and feeling good about what they did, uh, feeling good about the dignity they robbed uh, of a family, the humanity they robbed of uh, of a little baby, a little child being held hostage by a terrorist group. Frankly, they ought to be mourning the loss, the theft of their own dignity their own integrity by doing something like that i mean these are these victims these hostages they didn't ask for this they were living their lives a normal life going to a music festival and being at home with their families they didn't ask to be taken hostage but they are and i think it's important for people to remember jake that that was hamas's plan all along yes to slaughter and they did to a fairly well but they also deliberately set out to take hostages to use as bargaining chips uh, and that's what they've been doing it's reprehensible and i don't think anybody who thinks it should be okay to rip down posters of these individuals to go home and feel good about that. There's, that's just theft, theft of your own dignity, theft of your integrity, theft of their humanity.
1: That was John Kirby talking to Jake Tapper, a powerful segment. Meanwhile, contrast that with this over at MSNBC. This is is Andrea Mitchell um, talking to uh, a, a I I think one of the the Israeli
3: government officials there, listen to this. Um, You're one of the people who has sparked this long, you know, this large gathering. It's now, we're in our sixth week after the massacre. And there's been a lot of anger because of pictures coming out of Gaza of the attacks on refugee camps and the hospitals. The president went farther than he had um, up until now.
1: Yes. Just yesterday. He did.
3: Saying that the hospitals have to be protected the counter from Israel is that Hamas is tunneled under these hospitals we have not seen that intelligence so that's based on IDF video IDF claims but just want to ask you how does how can Israel balance this and should they better balance it because they have no better friend than the US financially and morally and politically absolutely Andrew. these are very complicated issues
1: But this is Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADF, Anti-Defamation League. And I'm not a geo-military strategist, so it's hard for me to say what is the best way to handle this operation. I do think that the tragedy here is that these murderers from Hamas came into Israel and butchered and raped and kidnapped and killed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. I do think the tragedy is that they are holding babies and children and girls and boys and the elderly and women underneath the tunnels, and I do think we found repeatedly that the IDF intelligence is very reliable about where they are conducting these operations. So, you know, for Andrew Mitchell to say we 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 haven't seen the intelligence; it's just IDF claims. They the IDF actually. Sent videographers in to document it. Why is it that every time Israel makes a claim, they must be challenged on the evidence? Israel must provide proof. But when Hamas comes out and says 11,000 people have died, no one says, "Show us the bodies." They take IDF as real, or or Hamas as real, and Israel. And the Israeli Defense Forces says, well, we haven't seen any proof of this. It's just, well, sketchy video. We, we haven't really seen the proof, but Hamas says 11,000 people have been killed. These people are on the side of the terrorists. The Los Angeles Times added an editor's note and correction to a column by Jonah Goldberg. Jonah Goldberg, in a column in the Los Angeles Times, noted Hamas raped women in Israel on October 7th, and the Los Angeles Times actually amended it with a note that there was no proof that Hamas actually raped girls. They have the video of it happening. It's part of showing the horrors of what Hamas did. They recorded themselves doing it, and the Los Angeles Times denied it. The Los Angeles Times is the second media operation in the country to deny the claims. The Yale newspaper, student-run newspaper, was the first. And they've both now had to walk it back. They, they, they just they well, we haven't seen the proof. We know they said it happened, but we haven't seen the proof. So you gotta watch the the, 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 the smut, you gotta watch the porn, you gotta watch the, the the death porn. You gotta be able to watch it. Every time Israel makes a claim, the media demands proof. Every time Hamas makes a claim, the media just runs with it. They are on the side of the terrorists. The Washington Post could lay off all of its workers and just allow Hamas to write all of the stories at this point. MSNBC could just give Hamas a show to peddle their propaganda instead of letting Andrea Mitchell do it or Chris Hayes or Rachel Maddow do it. They're on the side of the terrorists, and you should remember that. You should remember it. Today in Washington and around the country, people will be taking to the streets to support Israel. There's a huge pro-Israel rally in Washington, D.C. A buddy of mine texted me and said they've been advised to bring their guns to work today because they're going to be a stop for the people at the rally and that they should bring their guns to work today and be prepared to protect themselves in case there's Antifa violence against them for this particular company being a pro-Israel stop on the rally. Think about that. In Washington, D.C., authorities are telling this company, you may need to protect yourselves today because of what Antifa might do to you. How is this happening in the United States of America? How have we let this get out of hand? And I've got to tell you, I, I, I agree with Barry Weiss that this anti-Semitism is an indicator of something else deeply wrong with society. Every time we see anti-Semitism rear its head around the world, it's a harbinger of worse to come unless we get it in check. We gotta get the stuff in check. This is not good, and it's really not good when we have American media organizations that have chosen to side with the terrorists over the good guys, and yes, in this cause, in this conflict, Israel's the good guy. They were at peace until Hamas attacked them. The media should not be carrying propaganda for Hamas, and yet they are. Americans for Prosperity fights back against this false dichotomy in the media, this awfulness that we see. Americans for Prosperity fights for truth. They fight for limited government. They fight for free markets and free people. They fight against the Biden economy. They fight against the bad policies of the left. They want you on their side. And the way you do it is you go to americansforprosperity.org slash eric and sign up today. If you go to americansforprosperity.org slash eric, you can sign up and become one of over 4 million activists around the country fighting for free markets and free people, fighting for the cause of limited government, and fighting for the truth and what's right. Americans for Prosperity teaches you how to be a more effective activist, how to go door to door, how to go to your local government, how to go to your city council or school board or your state government and make the case for limited government, for free markets and free people, for standing on the right side of history, the way conservatives would want them to stand for fighting for deregulation, for fighting for the free market, for fighting for small business. They teach you how to be an effective advocate for it. Go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric today. americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. Sign up today. Be a more compelling and effective activist. With Lucky
2: Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. If your business is growing, you're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, growing a franchise, buying out a business better, deals like that, you need $250,000 or more. Banks are giving you the runaround. Well, reach out to First Liberty. They might be able to help you. FirstLibertyGA.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. You can get all their contact info right there. Tell them I sent you. You might be a good fit for them. They're a good fit for you. They're good people. See if they can help you. Now, I, I I gotta. I'm 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 going to be diplomatic here. There's uh, the Washington Free Beacon has this story. It's it's we got it in the show notes. It's a communist trust fund baby who inherited millions. He's using his family money to harass you. This is remarkable. So there's a trust funder in uh, Atlanta. Uh, and he decided to use his money to pay the legal fees for members of Palestine Action U.S., a radical group targeting Israeli businesses and other friends of the Jewish state with vandalism and harassment. Those actions, the guy says, are part of a broader effort to popularize coordinated attacks against Jews and their allies reading for the Washington Free Beacon, we need to start making people who support Israel actually afraid to go out in public he said in a Friday Instagram post. We need to make all of white America afraid that everything they have stolen is going to be burned to the ground. That what make that's what makes them listen. You his nickname is Fergie and you will not be surprised to learn he is a white guy. Again, this is what he put on Instagram. We need to start making people who support Israel actually afraid to go out in public. We need to make all of white America afraid that everything they have stolen is going to be burned to the ground. That what makes them listen. He's a trust funder who's never had a hard day of work in his life, cashed out of the family trust. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars, and now he's using it to fund groups like Palestine Action USA whose members have in particular targeted Elbit Systems, an Israeli defense company that provides the Jewish state with counterterrorism equipment. The group's members last month clashed with police outside the company's Boston office. A demonstration the group boasted completely halted their business and led to multiple arrests. Within hours of the ordeal, they were back on the streets, having been released from jail, thanks in part to the trust funders' money. Good grief. You know, we're seeing more and more of this pattern in this country of really wealthy kids from progressive families who've never really had to work for their money uh, with a spoiled and entitled mentality Mentality siding with evil, siding the, on with the bad guys. They hate the country. That they, they can't process that their wealth comes from the generosity and success of the United States. They abhor the system. And now they're using their money to tear down the system. This guy is using his money to get bad people out of jail and encouraging uh, harassment of anyone who supports Israel so that they are afraid to go out in the street. How bizarre. You can uh, th- That story is in the show notes today. You can text the word ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 and uh, find out. More details about this in the show. You should read up on this. It's disturbing that stuff like this is happening, that these sorts of people are out there using their trust funder money to fund the bad guys. It's absurd. All right, when we come back, I've I've done a bad job taking phone calls. Be patient with me. 877-973-7425.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom?